everyone. This evening, I would like to discuss uh, the Godfather saga. It's um, something I've been interested in for many years, and I always find myself reaching out um, to those three movies over and over and over again. I, I never get tired. I'm sure everybody has a particular series or um, movies that they would watch part one, two, three. If there was 10, you'd go ahead and play all the time. Um, so this weekend I found myself watching it again and it, it really sparked my mind. And for the first time, I, I really wanted to know what really intrigues me, what gets me here all the time. Um, and I suppose, I've watched it through the years and different times in life. Um, so maybe my views have changed a lot. Perhaps what I'll say on this podcast is not what I would have said four or five years ago um, about why I, I like it so much. Uh, it's a bit of an obsession. The Godfather is an obsession for me, absolutely. And so just looking at the first part of the movie, um, my favorite character, which I'm sure most people who like this saga also find is their favorite character, is the Michael Corleone character played beautifully by Al Pacino. Uh, and so we have the beginning of the movie where Michael's quite secluded, uh, looks almost like an introvert, um, not interested at all in what his uh, family do, he's quite left out. Um, his older brother, it's very overwhelming. Um, and so he's just, he's there in the shadows, you know, you see him, but he's there. He's quite underestimated, I'll say. Um, and so then as the character expands, we see that Michael's thrown into the deep end and he has to step up for his family. Um, he has to go against everything that he stands for. He didn't want this. He has to do it because someone who he loves, somebody who he adores and something that means so much to him is at stake. And that's enough for him to put aside what he believes is right or wrong because love and value takes precedent. And that really made me reflect on my life and the lives of those that I know and I'm, I'm close to or those who speak with me. How many times have we had to step up? How many times have we had to do something that we don't necessarily agree with, but someone is relying on us to do it? It really matters whether you do it as a parent, a brother, a sister, a friend, and I suppose if we really expand on it, if you look at it globally, you see leaders of some kind, um, everybody at some point, at some point you've compromised yourself for someone. I guess the question is always, was it worth it? What will it take for you to compromise you? And is it worth it for you? So anyway, um, I digress. Going back to the Michael character, you see him um, do what he needs to do, right, for his family. And he sacrifices a lot because actually after that, he must now go. 
right? He loses everything. He loses this, this plan he had for his life all of a sudden. It's, it's gone now. Because of that one decision he made, life is really different. He has to go and hide out. And of course, for those who've watched it, you see that he tries again to rebuild. But because of what he's done and, and what he's into now, everything he touches seems to just crumble. It's not him. It's now the life that he's in. It's, it's, the, it's the shoes that he must fill. They cost something. There's a cost for every single thing that we do, every decision that we make. Every action has a reaction. And so, of course, we see this character growing. As we come into the second part of the movie, we see um, a very mature Michael. He's changed. Something in him is different. He is the godfather now. He's in control. He's in charge. This makes me think about being a leader. So much is dependent on your decision. Your word is so heavy. What you say is what goes. Um, I don't think people ever really sit to think about what it takes for that person who is leading that particular team, leading that business, those decisions that had to be made. It's so heavy on the mind. It's heavy on the soul. You carry everybody's decision and you have to collate all of those thoughts together that everybody puts to you and somehow make them into one decision. And that decision can either be successful or it could fail. Either way, it always sits on you. The shoulders of any leader, big or small, and when I say big or small, really talking about the role itself, it's so heavy. And so everybody is looking up to Michael now. Not only is he having to fill his father's shoes, the original godfather, everybody loves and adores him. He has to keep on taking in the lessons that his father's taught him. Um, but also he he's he has to make his mark. Everybody in every role that you that you come into, every situation that you find yourself in, you're expected to mark that territory. How do they know you've arrived? How do they know you're here? How do they know, well, when I say this, this is how it goes. My word is final. I'm not justifying the way that everybody does it. People are different. Leaders are different. People take leadership in many different ways. Some abuse it. Some abuse the power that comes with it. Some see the power and know that they can do good with it. It all depends on the human. It's uh, it's not about the position. It's almost like when people say, well, money is the root of all evil. I, I detest that statement. Money in itself is a bit of paper. What's evil is the human being that chooses to use that money wrongly. That's what's evil. It's not the money. It's a bit of paper. You could take it or you could ignore it. Um, and I suppose this is where we speak about power. Those who long for power. Power has the ability to corrupt in the wrong hands. But power in the right hands can make change. And that's what 
this section I'm using is just to reflect on the world at the moment. You look at different things that are happening, and I think one has to use their discernment and understand that it's not necessarily the power. It's the being behind the power. It's what power does to people. It's how people choose to abuse it. And also in really wonderful and beautiful situations, it's how people use power to help others. A true leader, what is that? What does that look like? Then we carry on with the uh, second part of the movie with Michael and there's quite a lot of violence and, you know, like I said, he's making his mark. Um, but we also see an individual who's still really lonely um, and that's also part of leadership. You're always on your own. There's a there's a managerial or leadership isolation that I don't feel is ever really confronted. Um, you can't really associate with the people you manage. You could do with your colleagues, but you're always just in limbo, just lingering, you and your thoughts. Um, and of course, then we see a situation where Michael is attacked at his very core and, and his family, there's an attempt on his family. Um, and you see that that hurts him really deeply. He understands that it's, it had to be somebody in his circle, but he can't really tell, well, who was it? Who did it? And that made me really think about situations that we've all come across when something happens to you. And all of a sudden, everybody is a suspect. You think, who could have done this to me? I know it's somebody who knows me because it hurt so deep and it hit me right on the core. You see that the betrayal has really um, hurt Michael. And then, of course, for those who've watched uh, this saga, you see his face completely drop and his heart break when he realizes his brother Fredo did it. That is the enemy, the enemy within. And it always hurts, be it your brother, your sister, your cousin, your best friend, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever it is they're close to you. Anytime those people who you care so much for betray your trust, when you finally realize it was them, it's so painful. How do you get over it? Love is involved. Forgiveness has to come in now. It's so much more difficult because I trusted you. I spoke to you. You heard me. You saw the tears in my eyes. And of course, we know as we mature, we understand that it's never from outside. It's always those who we open ourselves to. But on the other side, we cannot completely close ourselves up just because somebody might choose to betray us. I suppose really the minute you choose to betray someone's trust, well, you lose, right? In that situation, you lose, they don't lose. Um, and of course, then we, we see that whole breakdown of the whole situation and we see how Michael handles it, um, right or wrong. I suppose it, it, it depends on opinion. I personally don't think that that's what I would do, but 
people are different and temperaments are different. And I suppose he did what he had to do in that situation because that's what was expected of him to do. And I suppose this is where forgiveness comes in because when you're carrying that load in you where you're not forgiving people for what they're doing to you, there's a lot in your mind and the mind starts to control your actions. So you have to free yourself so you don't find yourself doing things that and thinking of things that may destroy people that you love. I think that anger is so temporary. But if you don't really seek into that anger and really look into it and look to break it down and leave it alone, we've seen it in life. We've seen anger push people to decisions that they can never really come back from. And now I go into the third part uh, of The Godfather, the third movie and the last one. And a lot of people don't really like this, but I really love it. I love the third part of the movie because it shows us all the stages of life. There's redemption, there's seeking forgiveness, there's realization. And you see Michael is a character now a wholesome character. He's been through life. He's done it. He's ready now to make a change. He's ready to put the past behind him. He regrets a lot of what he did. He's desperate to get out. And there's that signature line, every time I try to leave, they pull me back in. We've all felt it. And he's trying to make it right with everybody. He's just trying to do it. He has to try and pacify everything. He's trying to put a statement out there. I've learned. I really have. I don't want to do this. He's trying to guide people. And so with that, we see him really evaluating his decisions, trying to bring family back together, his wife. Um, he's trying to look at his children and he has to learn to listen to what his children's needs and dreams are. He has this vision, especially for his son, but he has to understand that his son chooses a different direction. This is difficult for him because he has learned through his life this is it's a transition of power he wishes his son to be close but the son through life as well chooses not to be where the father is i love you dad but i don't want to be part of anything you do i know what you did and through that we see this character breakdown and we see at a point you know his daughter he loves and he adores his daughter he's he, he He's so deep in love with what he has at that particular time. He wants to keep it close. He understands now what he treasures. And I think we all get to that point. I know what matters now in life. You know, I'm not childish anymore. I've done all these things. And now I know that, okay, these are the kind of friends who will be here for me. I understand that this is my family. I understand that I must do right by these people. And we see him getting there, almost getting there. And there's some scenes that are really reflective to me. I think we see him with his daughter and um, the person who wishes to pursue his daughter is a character that Michael really identifies with. And he said he's making him make a decision. He sees what may become of his daughter. He doesn't wish to do that. He understands that life. And eventually we see um, the very last episode. There's a lot of there's a lot going on, a lot of chaos around. But really the scene surrounds Michael and his daughter. 
And of course, we have his daughter who is innocently prancing around and doesn't really understand well who dad really is and what dad is really trying to shield her from. And ultimately, um, through chaos of that evening, Michael loses his treasure, the one thing he really loves, and he loses his daughter. And it's a pain, and you see him, and he, he's grieving it out because, well, without this, what he's lost there, what's life really worth? Those are the things that really matter, right? It's the love for the people that we care about. It's at the end of the day, when all is said and done, it's what you treasure. It's what keeps you happy that matters. And I feel that we just get so overwhelmed by things that just really don't matter. We don't spend time with the people that we care about. We don't speak our emotions as much as we we should. Um, and eventually you get to a point where it's, well, they're gone. Or that friendship is gone now. And you can't really mend it. And right now there's a lot of cancelling you know it's the cancel culture and it's it's the ghosting culture and i just wonder what's wrong with just communication what's wrong with just talking things through i think we need to go back to speaking our feelings we need to go back to making up with people we don't have to be friends. We don't have to be lifetime friends. But we can certainly talk about things that happened. We don't have to ghost each other. I think it's just the most childish thing one can do is to say, well, I don't wish to speak with this person anymore. And so I'm just going to block you out of everything in life. Uh, and I'm just never going to talk to you again. I think it's worthy for everyone to be able to say, this is what happened to me. This is why I don't like, you know, speaking with you. It's good for both who are involved. And I think ultimately, learning from life, this is what I've picked up uh, from this whole saga, is that learning lessons is really important. And understanding that you may have one direction that you wish to pursue, but life can throw you in so many different ways. And so adapting is necessary, but also self-forgiveness that really, really matters. Understanding that sometimes we make really bad mistakes, not because we want to, not because we don't know any better, but because sometimes it's just a way to learn. And I think people are so harsh with themselves and society is so harsh on everybody. I think we should all take a deep breath in, out, be more kinder to one another and definitely speak out and speak about different things that you learn. Perhaps speak to me about your lessons through the Godfather saga. Thank you for listening.